When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Nathan Baird, and it's time for this week's Buckeye Talk headlines from Cleveland.com. Of course, if you're one of our subtext subscribers, you're already on top of all the news around Ohio State football. Send a text to 614-350-3315 to begin your two-week free trial. Then it's only $3.99 per month to receive our breaking news and analysis alerts or our daily Buckeye football recruiting updates. Check it out at Cleveland.com. Here are your top five headlines for the week. The protests and demonstrations in the wake of the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis reached Columbus late last week, and Ohio State and its athletic community became heavily involved in the movement. Late last week, new Buckeye basketball player Seth Towns was detained by police while demonstrating. Monday night, football player C.J. Saunders was arrested for violating the 10 p.m. curfew Columbus police imposed over the weekend. That misdemeanor charge was later dismissed with credit for time served, and Sanders was among 16 OSU football players and coach Ryan Day who appeared in an anti-racism video the team released on Monday. Saunders was also one of the speakers at the first of two Kneel for Nine demonstrations organized by student-athletes, including members of the football team. At a time when players were returning to campus for the resumption of voluntary workouts on June 8th after a three-month hiatus due to the COVID-19 pandemic, these demonstrations have served as an opportunity for team unity among players of all backgrounds. Ohio State announced the successor to retiring President Michael Drake this week, hiring Christina M. Johnson away from the State University of New York system. Johnson will not begin her tenure until September. While the SUNY system is not a football bowl subdivision athletic program, Johnson does have a personal background in athletics. She played field hockey at Stanford and helped found that school's women's lacrosse club team, which later became varsity sport. She also said her great-grandfather, a member of Ohio State's class of 1896, played right guard for the Buckeyes football team. Johnson takes over at Ohio State at a time of obvious significant uncertainty in terms of the financial ramifications of the COVID-19 pandemic, and we still have yet to see exactly how that's going to affect Ohio State sports, including Buckeye football. Prior to his departure, outgoing President Michael Drake informed the Board of Trustees earlier this week that Ohio State estimates a $300 million revenue loss due to the COVID-19 pandemic. He also said the university projects $58 million in cost-cutting for July and August alone. We don't yet know what that means for Ohio State, specifically in terms of the athletic budget. And Ohio State spokesperson did confirm a football season ticket renewal rate of 87% to Cleveland.com earlier this week. That comes despite continued uncertainty as to whether football will be played this fall or if games will have any or limited attendance. Athletic Director Gene Smith previously said attendance in Ohio Stadium could be limited to 40 to 50,000, even with relaxed social distancing guidelines. Drake also said this week Ohio State, quote, hopes and intends to safely have a football season, end quote, for this fall. 
Ohio State's ticket revenue accounts for $60 million out of approximately $200 million annual revenue. So a significant decrease in the amount of football attendance will obviously have an effect on at least the short-term bottom line of the entire Ohio State athletic program. Ohio State players are expected back on campus for voluntary workouts beginning this coming Monday, June 8th. The conditions under which those players can reconvene will look a lot like the guidelines coaches and staff followed in their limited return to the Woody Hayes Athletic Complex in recent weeks. This will include regular symptom assessments and temperature checks, usual facial coverings, and following the social distancing guidelines that we've all been following, or most of us, I suppose, have in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Players will also be limited to groups of 10 or fewer. Athletic Director Gene Smith said Ohio State facilities would be cleaned in between these voluntary group workout sessions. And while Smith said athletes would not be required to undergo mandatory COVID-19 testing upon their return, the OSU Board of Trustees said earlier this week that part of the phased-in approach to a return to campus will include limited testing of some athletes. The The results of that sampling would help determine how testing is used when the campus completely reopens later in the summer. Ohio State announced that in-person classes will resume on August 25th and continue through to Thanksgiving break in November. After that point, virtual classes and exams will be held to complete the semester. What does this mean for Ohio State football? Athletic Director Gene Smith had previously expressed skepticism about whether athletes could return to competition this fall if conditions were not deemed safe enough for all students to return to campus. If Ohio State achieves that August 25th return date for classes, it removes potentially, another potential medical barrier for the 2020 football season. Other athletic programs around the Big Ten continue to announce projected dates for the return of football players and other athletes for voluntary workouts as college sports attempts to recover from the COVID-19 shutdown. Come back to Cleveland.com and come back to Buckeye Talk for our daily podcasts all week, beginning with Market Down Monday.